Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show, we talk about some of the things you should consider when determining your pricing for a cash-based physical therapy practice. The Ask Mike Reinald Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of our self-quarantined podcast of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, coming from home and champion PT and performance up in Boston, Massachusetts. We are again trying to uh, continue uh, through these times, sharing our knowledge, helping some people with advice, and answering some of your questions. So if you have anything like this, head to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link, and there's a form you can fill out to ask questions. So I am joined today by our team of physical therapists at Champion. We're going to go in a different order right now. Let's try this one here. So Dan Pope, what's up, Dan? Mike. How's it going? Lenny Macrino, way down on the bottom. What's up, Len? Hey. <laughs> Mike Scudito, hey, boy. How you doing? Hi. Good? <laughs> and Lisa Russell joining us today. What's up? Yeah, we're the easiest one. Hey, let's try this, right? <laughs> let's try this. I think that worked. I think that worked. That was pretty cool. Dan and I can high five like this up in the corner if you go with your left hand. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, we are we are enjoying uh, this experience. Hopefully, you guys are too. Um, I have another great question. I'm going to be the student today because our students are still home right now. But let's see the question from today. We have Courtney from Alabama. Roll tide. Roll tide. That's right. I was waiting for that. There we go. Hooey. Let's go, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney is a physical therapist of over 10 years with a high clientele of athletes. Uh, I recently partnered with a strength and conditioning coach to provide treatment and training under the same roof. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, I've struggled with insurance contracts and reimbursement rates. Therefore, becoming cash-based will be my goal in the next month. What influenced your decision on your pricing and packages to charge your clientele? I like that. That's pretty good. You know, the funny thing, Courtney, too, if I remember, Lenny, you might remember this. We both worked in Alabama. Your reimbursement rates in Alabama are pretty good, right? They're really good. Yeah, like really good. How much are you planning on charging? So so that might be part of our discussion in there, though. Do you remember off the top of your head, Len, what the average reimbursement rates in Alabama were? Uh, back then, I think it was probably like a hundred and thirty ish dollars a, really? a session. No way. Yeah, versus for like Massachusetts, half an hour? like what? No, for four units. For a, 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 yeah, a, a, yeah, four to six units actually, probably <laughs> more, more than that. What? <laughs> billing. So yeah. that's but, interesting, though. So some of the insurance contracts would take six units. Is that a thing? 
Oh yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, probably, probably, probably less nowadays. So if I remember right, in terms of the numbers from people I've talked to, I've heard like 95 to 105 in Alabama. Now we could be wrong. So take all this with a grain of salt, but I think the the first lesson to talk about right now, and when this thing is, is figuring out what your insurance contracts (laughs) are. So there's a ton of insurance companies, right? You don't need to accept them all. Right? You can be in network with some and out, out of network with others too. So that's an interesting thing. So figure out what that real reimbursement rate is. Um, for us in Massachusetts, I don't even remember now, Len. I, I think it was what, maybe 70 bucks, maybe 75 tops. Yeah, I think at the most it was like 70, 75. And we have friends like New York, they're in like the 50s maybe. Like, you know, and right. sure, there's ways to, there's like loopholes and ways to try to get around this, but none of us want to go through that process. So, you know, I think the, the, the way to answer your first question, about you know what made us go cash base was you know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast that we went cash base because this is how we want to treat we don't want to have to justify what we're doing to an insurance company we want, we want to be able to provide the services we want and holistically and total body and we want to be able to pivot to you know hell they're having back for back pain today let's pivot a little bit right we didn't want to have those restrictions I, I wouldn't say finances was the number one thing um, and I'll be honest with you. Um, let's say you're making seventy-five bucks a visit, which I actually think is probably not a not an unusual price nowadays. Although I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, ignore this, right? But if you just put two people an hour, which is low, two people an hour, and you're getting reimbursed reimbursed seventy-five bucks, that's one hundred and fifty bucks an hour, right? Like that's a good amount of money, right? So you got to start thinking like, how much do you want to charge per hour? Because that's a lot. Now, most clinics see three or four people an hour, right? So if you're getting reimbursed, you know, even less than 75, but again, 75 bucks, like, whoa, that's 300 bucks an hour. You're getting reimbursed if you put four people in there. So I'm not saying you should treat that way. That's why we are cash based is we don't want to treat that way. But finances wasn't the biggest thing. So I, I think that was that was one thing. Um, anybody want to elaborate on that concept or any thoughts? I would say I, I can see her point um, because to get that $75 an hour, whatever it is, you have to submit and you got to wait 20, 30, 40 days. And then they don't tell you that something went wrong and you didn't, you know, dot your I across your T and then you did 90 days later, you're like, Oh, we never got reimbursed for Sally's 30 sessions of PT that she did back last year. What's Sally. going on with that? And then you have to con. So I understand what she's going through, but my, I would say, um, noble idea. I like it. You know, you probably have your 10 years in. So you have a, this is somebody that I think would definitely do it because you have your people, your base of clients that you've treated for a long time now, and they'll probably come to you because they're dedicated to you and not the facility. Usually Um, Alabama's direct access laws are different than Massachusetts. So I think you have to keep that in mind too, that you're still going to have to deal with doctors and get prescriptions signed and all that stuff. So in Massachusetts, we have full direct access. We don't need to deal with doctors really at all. Um, that's not to say we don't, but we, we don't have to, uh, in Alabama, from what I remember when I lived there was you can see somebody for, you know, if they've had an injury that they've seen a doctor for the recently within the past 30 days, you can see them for so many visits, blah, blah, blah. So uh, direct access is very different in Alabama. I imagine, you know, all this already, and that's part of your, your business model, your business plan. Um, but I think if somebody could do it, it's you with the 10 year plus experience, um, and has that, that clientele that is, you know, that loves you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you, you mean, you know, maybe, maybe like Mike said at Alabama, Blue Cross, the Blue Shield of Alabama is like, I think it's like a monopoly. I think it's like 90% or 95% of the people have that. So, you know, you, you get that. 
um, or you don't get that and you're out of network with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Alabama and now you're you're submitting bills uh, out of network and you see how that works for you. But maybe you are, um, you know, I, I, I don't even know. You're going to have to cancel all your contracts now with United Healthcare and Cigna and Aetna and Blue Cross, which can be a pain to get out of. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of headaches that go into it. As for pricing, I think your question was about pricing. You know, you got to see what the market is in your area, what reimbursement is, what your where do you live in Alabama? Is it more of an affluent area like Vestavia, Mountain Brook? People that are looking for for this, or are you is it elsewhere where people are still you know relying on their insurance and which of course is is very important. But obviously, you need to take all that into consideration is what your market is and what other people are charging for for. Um, for cash based, if there is even a market there, and if not, now you're setting the market. So you know, you, know, you can uh, you can try to figure it out, but you know, the higher you go in price, the different clients you're going to get. So be cautious how high you go, and if you go too low, you're going to be seeing you know, I don't know, it could be interesting for you. So I would just <laughs> I would I would be cautious with how you with how you transition in this cash based thing um, if you end up doing it. So I think that, you know, the, the big important thing I got from Len there was like, you gotta, you gotta take a survey of your market already, right? So, you know, you have to figure out what people can afford in your area. I think that's a big one. Um, you know, so it's gonna, it's gonna vary, but remember your expenses are going to vary too. So you don't have to charge as much as other people are charging if you're in a low expense area with people with less income, right? So it can, it can, it can really vary with that. Um, so I like that. And then the other big thing I liked from Len was like, look around, what are people getting for one-on-one personal training? What are people getting for massages? Uh, you know, from like a, a good massage, like, uh, you know, like, like company that does it like those types of things like look around at those other services what are you know golf lessons going for what are you know those sorts of things like that's some things you can do for pricing but um i don't know maybe maybe dan might be a good one and mike you know it's although mike's got a little different clientele with golf but like you know lenny mentioned this a little bit is there such thing as being too expensive and what's the negatives of being too expensive dan yeah i guess a couple things i mean that makes total sense so at least for me, if I'm seeing a bunch of 20-something fitness people, um, they generally don't have a ton of money. So if we set the price too high, I'm, I'm missing my entire population I'm trying to reach right as a cash-based PT. Um, so I think that's really important to keep in mind. Maybe you can have like a lower price option and maybe have shorter sessions or, or something along those lines. Um, at least for me, and again, I... I never had to make this transition like, you know, Mike and Lenny have. Um, but I think the first thing I would try to figure out, are what are my expenses, right? How much does it cost to keep this place open? What is I making before? How many people do I want to see per week? And what does that number look like? And then you have a little bit of baseline. And then you can use all those other variables that everyone else is talking about here to start to formulate what you want to start charging people. And the other piece is that once you get rolling, is it working? Is it not working? You can always make that change. You know, all right, we need to go up a little bit. I didn't think we were going to, you know, we thought we were going to see some more people or, you know, we're seeing so many people or, you know, whatever you need to do just to make it work. I think you can start to change as you start to progress along. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, I think a good important concept with that too, Dan, is that if, if you identify your client target and your ideal person, 
then you got to figure out what they can afford now. So it's what does your geographical area afford, but then what is what does your ideal client afford? So yeah, I agree. People, you know, in their early twenties that just want to get back to working out in the gym probably have a little bit less disposable income than somebody else. But maybe you said you worked with athletes. Maybe you work with a lot of high school athletes, and their parents will pay anything to get them back on the field, especially in Alabama, especially if they're football players, right? So you know, like maybe you you can charge a little bit higher for that, right? That's that's a good way of establishing your prices, but. Uh, yeah, Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I think, uh, I think just one conceptual thing to think about is I tend to look at myself and I know the other PTs at champion do as well. We kind of look at ourselves as consultants. Um, so less solely focused on, uh, one-on-one sessions in person, but that patient has total access to us outside of the clinic as well. And that's part of the value that we bring. And that's part of the um, I don't want to say it's included in the price, but it kind of is like our, our time outside of treating you one-on-one. If you want to reach out via text message, via email, like we provide those services to you and we're not necessarily charging you for that exact time. So I think that's a, a big part of, of what we offer is consulting um, outside of one-on-one um, sessions. And then I think the other thing is you, you have to be able to work with the patient and, and, um, determine the plan of care that works best for the patient. It's not necessarily going to be three times a week for every patient that comes in. I know we see a lot of people, I see maybe someone once every two weeks, we go over the plan, we review it, we check in two weeks later, we make sure everything's going well. So that's one way to work around um, maybe any financial concerns that the patient has, make things more affordable for them, still offer your services and still provide value to the, to the patient. I like it. I like it. The only other thing that I, that popped up into my head during all this too is the other thing is is try to get a get a feel for what copays are in your area, maybe because if people have like really really high copays, right? There's like a fifty dollar copay or something like that. Then them paying not that much more to get to see you one on one is kind of a cool deal too. So something to keep in mind. So so I like it. I I think like look, check out your geography, check out the local service providers around you, what they're doing, including like sport lessons and stuff like that. Try to find all those things and then establish your prices but great ideas from dan and mike if you kind of put those two together is that like okay maybe you're charging you know just to make it make it easy for math maybe you're charging 100 bucks an hour but maybe you have a 30 minute session for somebody so that way you can get that price point down right or or you know maybe you have uh you know different frequencies where maybe you're like hey you know what like you know like i i know you know you need to see me right but i know you know you don't have a ton of disposable income let's let's check in once a week or once every other week and do our best so you can play with frequency you can play with the duration of there a little bit if that's that right person for you so um, lots of ideas there. I think, you know, I don't know if we can answer that question for you, but hopefully I think we covered a lot of good aspects with that, you know, so I think we're all pretty, I, I think, I think we, we, we covered it well enough that you should be able to figure out a price that'll be effective for you. So awesome. Great question. Thanks so much for submitting that. If you have a question like that, head to MikeRinald.com, click on that podcast link and you can ask us anything you want. We'll keep answering away as long as you keep asking away. Maybe that's going to be like a new catchphrase, right? Is that pretty good? So, I do like it. Anyway, appreciate it. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us.
Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReno.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.